Hello, mamas. Welcome to the Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Jade Abbey, motherhood empowerment coach, founder of the Motherhood Community, and together we are going to redefine motherhood. This podcast is for any mama out there that is ready to step into her power, rediscover herself, and be inspired to thrive as the best mother she can be. So join me each week as we begin to create bigger conversations around the journey of becoming a mother, as well as interviews with the most inspiring mothers from around the globe. So as a community, we can start to empower and uplift each other in this wild but beautiful journey called motherhood. Today on the Motherhood Podcast, we are joined by fellow mama and founder of Mama Stay Healthy, Michelle Jones. Michelle is an integrative health coach and a mama to one, soon to be two, beautiful boys. Through her forever growing platform, Mama Stay Healthy, Michelle shares her unfiltered, raw and honest truths about motherhood. Michelle has made it her mission to support and empower other mums around the world through sharing her honest and real experience of motherhood and hopes to encourage mothers to release those unrealistic expectations of knowing it all and instead embrace the journey as you learn so you can feel and lead as your best self. So in this episode, we chat all about Michelle's personal journey within motherhood and what inspired her to create the Mama Stay Healthy platform. We delve into the expectations we have as first-time mothers and the unspoken truths and changes that come with motherhood that many mums feel unprepared for. We also talk about how these unspoken changes that we experience as mums result in so many mothers feeling alone in their struggles, experiencing mum guilt and a lack of external support. Lastly, Michelle shares with us her top tips on how you can adapt to motherhood with more ease and trade guilt, stress and overwhelm with more acceptance, confidence and inner peace. So without further ado, let's bring on the beautiful Michelle Jones. Michelle, welcome to the show. Hi, Jay. Thank you so much for having me here. Yeah, I am so excited to have you on the show today. And I really can't wait to get into this talk with you around the unspoken truths of motherhood. Um, I feel that this is something that we really desperately need to create some bigger conversations around. Um, And I knew I needed to get you on the show to do that just with seeing everything that you put on your platforms and your honest and humorous approach to motherhood. Um, I absolutely love it. And I think it's just so refreshing to see mums like yourself showing up with, I guess, like that courage to just be so transparent in their journey within motherhood. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I really hope uh, we were have, talking earlier how I would really love to see other moms think this way because it's truly um, so many unspoken truths, right? So much that we keep that we think we shouldn't be speaking about because we're told we shouldn't speak about. Or when we start growing up, there are some things that we aren't allowed to talk about. So we grow up with this idea of keeping silence, no? Um, so, so I'm so grateful to be here and to, to be on this podcast with you. Thank you so much again for having me. Oh, my pleasure. And no, you're right. Like I, I do. And I feel like, you know, women and platforms like yourself, it just, it's a really impactful way, I guess, to just bring a little bit more light around these unspoken subjects. I feel like it really helps mothers, um, or should I say it invites more mothers to feel more comfortable in talking about these things 
Yes. Um, yeah. So I would love to just start with you um, and what brought you to the creation of Mama Stay Healthy. Could you maybe share a little bit about you and your journey within motherhood? Yes, absolutely. So uh, when I was growing up, I grew up in Mexico um, in a small city where I was basically taught or educated to not talk about certain topics or some taboo topics. Um, you know, you can't talk about this. You can't talk about that. And I was a very curious girl and I ended up being a very curious woman as well. And when I came into motherhood, it, it just, I, I became a mother and I knew that what I felt and what I was dealing with wasn't talked about. So I started to doubt myself, like, is this normal for me to, to, to experience this? Do other moms experience it, experience this? Because I really didn't see it anywhere. Um, so I decided to enter this world of speaking about what it's like to be a mother, what it's like to struggle with some things, what it's like to find help or support and letting other moms know that they're not alone because I did have um, talks with my friends or other moms and they were dealing through the same struggles. They were living the same experiences. You know, postpartum is not um, a small thing. And it was just so relief. It was of a relief that I felt of knowing that I wasn't the only one struggling with, with all of this. So that's why I decided to start um, my uh, account on Instagram, Mama Stay Healthy, which has now developed into a um, website as well, where I take some, um, I guess, topics into consideration and write about them. Uh, so I'm, I'm still in the process of still doing that. And, uh, and that's pretty much my story. Amazing. And your reels. I love your reels. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I try to make them humorous, but also very relative to, to other moms. So yeah. hopefully you can relate. <laughs> and that is the key. Like that's the key. Like they are, they're so, that's what makes them so funny because they're so relatable. Um, and again, it's just like bringing that lightness to quite challenging subjects and topics right but bringing that lightness and inviting mothers to just um like you said like realize that they're not alone in this journey and I totally agree with you like I that's one thing that I definitely noticed through my events and the gatherings that I've been um in with other mothers is coming to this realization that we all have our own story we're all sharing those similar struggles but for some reason well for lots of reasons not for some for lots of reasons um we have been made to believe that that like you said they're taboo topics right and there's a level of discomfort in being able to openly talk about those and not feel that shame and that guilt absolutely mm. absolutely so now like I'd love to dive in so when it like when it comes to moving into motherhood and especially for first-time mums I know naturally we have this tendency right to put so many expectations on ourselves yes. and yes. how we believe we should should being the key word <laughs> be showing up as a mother and how we should be raising our children 
Um, and I know a massive amount of those expectations we are placing on ourselves do come from those like external sources like society and family and social media and these generational cycles that we're following in. But I would love to hear your take on this. And like, is this something that you experienced as a mum, the pressures of those expectations? And how did you kind of navigate that? Yes, absolutely. So definitely, definitely the high expectations that we set ourselves are just out of this world, right? We think we're gonna be able to keep our same pace we're going to keep on doing everything as we were used to before we had a baby. And the reality of the situation is that it's not even close to that. At the very beginning, when you're a first time mom, the first few weeks, days, sometimes even months, we, we are filled with so many responsibilities that we you know, we, we see this, these commercials where, you know, her mother is, the mother is with her baby and she's nurturing her and happy all day. And the reality of the situation is that sometimes we're crying all day, you know, sometimes it's just, we we're, we don't know what to do. We're, we're re- really happy to have our baby home. But once, once we're actually doing the tasks as a mother, especially as a first time mother, we're like, where do we start? What do we do? change a diaper for the first time and then do there, there's a certain um process that needs to happen in our mind first and that's where i think a lot of moms um including myself we struggle with that we don't let this process of motherhood sink in because we want to do everything what we were used to mm-hmm. be doing and there's a there's a big difference between theory and then experience so for example, in my case, um, I took the, all the prenatal classes you can imagine, virtual classes online. Um, and then when I came to the real thing, it was just completely different. Yeah, maybe some tips and tricks helped, right? But honestly, it's nothing compared to to the real life, to the real actions of just having a baby, right? Um, And also another expectation that we have is we hear a lot of people talk about what it's like. So we gather those ideas and then we think, oh, this could happen, this can happen, this can happen, this can happen. When in reality, maybe one of those things happen or maybe none of them happen or maybe all of them happen. So it's very um, different for every mom. And that's something that I really try to focus on in talking about every single path is different. Even though we're on the same journey, which is the motherhood journey, we all have a different path. And what happens to you might not happen to someone else and vice versa. Um, so, and, and again, that part of what's being portrayed, like you said, on social media, on uh, ads and TV, it's not real. It is not real. So we feel that mom guilt of not doing things like they should be, or we're constantly comparing ourselves to other mothers, right? And we can get a little, um, we can touch base a little bit more on that. But but that's that's been my experience. And um, I don't know if you wanted to 
add something to that or what's been your experience with with those kinds of expectations right Mm, yeah there was one thing that you said that I was like oh I can totally relate to that um the whole like you know reading a million parenting books and attending all the prenatal classes and like especially I am definitely a recovering perfectionist so for a recovering perfectionist like you want to master everything right I'm just like all right this is my new task ahead I am gonna become the master of motherhood (laughs) and it is like it's just this task and I've got this and I'm gonna literally know the ins and outs of everything that I need to know but this is the thing like I don't think any of that can really prepare you for it because when it comes to the real thing and the real experience like it our experiences are all so drastically unique and so drastically different um and to box ourselves in to this one notion of what motherhood should be is in my eyes just so unrealistic um so yeah I totally relate to that but another thing that I know like I personally experienced as a new mum um was having my daughter and then all of a sudden like experiencing all of these things especially certain new emotions that I really just wasn't prepared for like I didn't realize that I was going to feel things like loneliness and unfulfillment and like sometimes even moments of resentment and I really believe that that had so much to do with this filtered version of motherhood that we are fed and exposed to prior to going into motherhood you know instead we're we're often fed this um what do you call it like the bliss myth of that the only emotions we should be feeling as a new mum are feelings of joy and happiness and gratefulness so then when I start to feel these certain emotions that were on the total opposite end of the spectrum it then produce these feelings of guilt and shame and that's how we start falling into that endless cycle of feeling inadequate and feeling like a bad mum and feeling like we're not good enough 100 percent so like and with that like I would love to hear like what do you feel from your experience of some of these unexpected changes that no one seems to tell us about when it comes to being a mum sure and I think this varies for, for each and every one of us, but in my particular case, or the most, um, I'm going to say some of the ones that really pop out to me was the first one is our body or my body. Mm. I, I didn't have a super smooth pregnancy, but when it came to my postpartum, I was filled with stretch marks and I had retained so much liquid that I had so much cellulite. And I just, I I really said to myself sometimes in the mirror, I hate my body. You know, why, why do I look like this? And it's now that I think about it, I sometimes want to just talk to myself again, turn back time and talk to myself and say, you know what, you just gave life to you just gave life period you know mm. you should be just grateful you should feel empowered because mm. you just created life so that's that's one of the things that one i i just i, I I'm, I'm a self-care advocate and one of the things that i wanted to do when i noticed how badly i was talking to my body 
was that, was that I'm going to feel empowered. I am going to change those negative thoughts that I have and turn them into positives because otherwise I'm going to be living hell. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, you know, when, when you just had a baby, you're going to have a wobbly tummy. It's normal. It is normal. That's what sometimes the, the bouncing back, right? No, you don't need to bounce back. You just have a, had a baby. Your body is healing, right? And everybody's body heals differently. So uh, that the bloating and swelling and the stretch marks and the wobbly tummy, they are normal. Uh, and then something else that was very um, traumatic, I guess would say at the beginning, since we're already talking, talking about um, the taboo topics, it was the pain that I had during sex the first time that mm. after postpartum, right? So, and, I, and I've done my research and I know that there's like 80 something percent of women that experience sexual problems within the first three months. Um, and I did not know this was going to happen. I spoke with my doctor about it, but she said that it might or might not happen. Pelvic therapy was my salvation. And I feel like pelvic therapy is not spoken about enough. Mm -hmm. um, I've had so many moms speak to me about this issue and what I did. And I say, pelvic therapy is a must. Like, obviously, you know, speak with your doctor about it, but pelvic therapy was my lifesaver and uh, I was able to conceive again, right? <laughs> so here we are, I'm, I am pregnant <laughs> 14 weeks in um, and it, it does go back to normal, but it's obviously something that needs to be treated. And uh, the other thing that I did want to mention was the loss of identity. Mm, uh, this is a big one. Yeah, and I feel like I should have mentioned this is my first one, um, but the loss of identity in every sense of the word. Um, I feel like you lose yourself as a person, mm -hmm. you lose yourself in, as in, in your body, you as a partner, as a sister, um, uh, a, a um, daughter. So it's, it's just these all so, so, so many episodes happening happening and that's that's something that I really wish I would have known prior um, because it did come as a big 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 surprise because you're putting yourself last all the time you have a world of responsibilities and you want to care for your baby first you want to maybe give yourself your husband the attention that he that he wants so you do lose yourself in, in that sense. I don't know if you've had any of these happen to you personally. Mm. But... All the above, all the above. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't, like definitely this, you know, rewinding back to talking about um, the whole you know, post body. And I dislike the bounce back motion that we see a lot over social media. Um, I really do feel... Just the saying, this bounce, snap back, bounce back, it's like it puts this like shame label over our post-baby bodies. Like it's something to be shameful of and something that we need to get rid of and eradicate as soon as we can. Any yes. evidence of birthing this new human being. And again, you made a really valid point in that 
I really feel like this, it gets to be this, it's a mentality shift in realizing that it's a beautiful thing. And it's like amazing thing that you have just birthed another human being, like you have just created new life. And if we can shift our mentality into viewing it in more that light, I feel that's a really empowering way to release that post body shame. Also with the whole um, identity shift, this is a big one. And I talk a lot about this on the motherhood platform because it's definitely something that I really felt um, because, you know, motherhood wasn't something that I planned. It was definitely not something that I felt ready for if we're ever ready, but moving into it, you know, I, I did feel this sense of loss in everything that I was beforehand. And there's, there's so many changes, um, external and internal that happen when we move into a mum. I feel like it's really understandable that we, we do feel that detachment from self. Um, and I get it, I get it. Um, but I feel mothers get to, I feel like trying to understand as mothers that we are women first, then mothers. Yes. That's the key. And like motherhood gets to be part of our life. It doesn't have to become our life. And I feel like this, that is the key notion of detaching from getting so absorbed into this identity as mum and losing ourselves and realizing that it's a beautiful thing. And I love it and I adore it and I feel so blessed to be a mum, but it gets to be part of my life. I still get to be the woman that I want to be and be an incredible mother at the same time. I love that. Mm. I 100% agree with that. Yes. And like, so do you, do you feel that because of these things, because these things are so unspoken of, is it that that is making mothers feel so isolated or feeling like they're alone when it comes to their experience within motherhood? Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel the lack, the the lack of support that they need is it's, it's just that support is vital. Right. And we also have the bad habit of comparing ourselves to other mothers, Mm -hmm. right? Like, how are they doing it? Should I be doing it that way? Or there are certain celebrities, they are doing that. Should I be doing that? Oh, but she's breastfeeding and, you know, I, I couldn't breastfeed. So is it okay that I'm giving it formula? Is it poison? You know, all these topics that are spoken about on social media, mainly on social media. But then on the other hand, you also have the, the advice from family members or from friends. And because you are doing it differently, it makes you doubt yourself. So, so that definitely comes into that support of, you know what, you're doing amazing, whatever you are doing, you are doing amazingly. So that's, that's something that I really uh, like to say to moms and empower them to know that whatever the choice that they make, it's because they think that's the best choice. You know, sometimes your intuition is telling you not to do that or not to do this when maybe your mother or your grandmother is telling you otherwise. And it's hard sometimes to kind of set those boundaries for many, for many, many moms. It's very hard to set those boundaries and say, no, thank you. Um, or, you know what, I'm, I'd rather do it this way. 
it's, it's hard and I get it, I've been there, but we need to care for ourselves and for our children first before anything else. So that idea of saying no doesn't make you a bad person, doesn't make you hateful. It's just putting yourself uh, some bound or putting boundaries, period. And I mean, that's just definitely something that I feel more moms need to kind of um, stand their foot on and say, you know what, this is what I want to do. And, and there's nothing wrong with asking for support or asking for help, right? But that's when you go out there and ask for it. Sometimes we'll receive unsolicited advice all the time, <laughs> but it's very different when the approach of when we are asking for advice than when we just receive it out of the blue. So yes, definitely. Definitely. I agree. And like going back to that whole um, saying no to those external opinions and advices, like that's breaking those generational cycles, right? Because and there it it takes a lot of courage I feel to do that like you know it's we we want to find comfort in those close to us and whether that be you know our mums or our grandmothers or like um but it it definitely takes a level of courage to really just follow your inner knowing and your intuition and I always say this that like I feel if it feels right to you then it's right for you. Do you yes. know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I think a, a key component of tapping into that is that self-connection again, is having that space to connect to ourselves again as women, as mothers, and listening, being able to hear our own intuition and what feels right. Um, it's hard sometimes, yeah. yeah. With all the noise of, of others' advice, oh, other people nice. talking, but I, I completely agree. And mm. sorry, I interrupted, but but absolutely. Yeah. And um, the asking for help too, again, just sh shifting our mentality around asking for help and realizing, because I feel a lot of women and a lot of mothers see that as a weakness when in fact there is so much strength in having the courage to ask for help. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. I'd love to know what the things, you know, in your experience you found my, most useful when it comes to, I guess, adapting to motherhood and this new life as mum. Like, could you maybe finish us off with sharing some of your, like, top three um, ways in how you found have personally worked for you in adapting to, to motherhood? Yes, absolutely. I love to talk about these because I feel like, they're just like key elements that every mother needs. So the first one would definitely be lower your expectations. Mm. Or just don't set them, don't set the bar up too high. Just go with the flow, enjoy the process. There's gonna be ups and downs for sure. That's gonna be challenging days and there's gonna be good days, but just knowing that it's not, it doesn't need to be perfect and it doesn't need to be like the other mom, which is my next key element. Stop comparing yourself with other mothers. We all have a different path. Like I was saying at the beginning, we might be on the same journey of motherhood, but we still live a different life. 
we, our habits are different. Our life flows differently. So what I think works for me might not work for someone else and vice versa. So it's very, very, very important that we stop comparing ourselves and our child too with other child or other children, sorry. Um, So that's definitely another very, very important one for me, which I've been guilty of many times and especially as a new mother, because you are new, right? You are trying to figure it out. So you kind of turn your head to see what other people are doing and maybe try out that method for you, which takes me to my third key element, which is find what works for you. And that can be found when you tap into yourself, when you connect with yourself, when you listen, when we were saying, listen to that voice inside your head that's telling you what to do because it's sometimes it really is that easy. You don't need to struggle sometimes. You don't need to worry sometimes. It just, it's going to happen naturally. And, you know, support whenever you need support, there's obviously, you can ask for help. But when you don't know what to do or when you have received so many, so much advice or so many comments, go with your intuition because mothers always know best. Mm. And I'd love to know, like, how do you tap into you personally? What, how, like, what's your self-connection practices? Yeah, absolutely. So I try to find a space where I'm not disturbed and I close my eyes. I start to breathe. And sometimes I just call for help or sometimes I just envision myself being that mom that I want to be or finding the solution to that problem that I'm having with. And, you know, sometimes it's calling someone up and asking them what they did and then calling someone else, comparing and say, hmm, what, what, what could work for me? Or sometimes it's someone that's not related to me, nothing at all that pops into my life and I like what they're doing and it sounds and it resonates with what I wanna do. So I go ahead and try it. If it works out, then great. If it doesn't, then I try something else. But um, meditation, I would say is something that has been very powerful for me, but I really need to find that space where where it's just me and kind of um, letting in those positive voices telling me what what I should do or what I could do, giving me these options. Mm, I love that. And I am such a huge advocate for meditation, which um, a lot of the followers of Mother Hair will already know because I just talk about it all the time. Um, Because it has, I would most definitely say meditation alone has been the most impactful thing for me that I have implemented since becoming a mother and for so many reasons like I feel like meditation um brings so many benefits to so many different areas but also like I feel like a lot of people avoid it because they have this notion that it's this very complex lengthy thing when it it doesn't have to be right like meditation can just it's just breath and it's just stillness and it's just solitude right 
So like even I started this practice that I found really, really helpful with um, self-connection and just having some moments throughout the day to pause is I would just put like a little alarm three times a day on my phone that would come up and the alarm would just say breathe. And in that moment, whatever I was doing or, you know, maybe five minutes, if I'm like literally in the midst of something, when that alarm goes off, that is my cue to just stand and take 10 deep breaths and just ground myself and feel myself and be connected. And that like, that literally takes a couple of seconds, but that in itself is meditation. And for me, like that, I found that alone was just such an impactful way for one, just in that moment to get grounded again, again, totally just calm myself and become more present um, and get attuned with the way I'm feeling, you know, tapping into like, okay, how am I feeling right now? And then what do I need right now? Yeah. So um, I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, and yeah, going this, back onto the whole comparison thing as well. Like I totally um, relate to that. And I am definitely um, someone that has delved into a bit of comparison <laughs> within my time. <laughs> but also this, yeah, I think I, I definitely feel like most mothers have at least experienced mm-hmm. this once, mm-hmm. at least. Um, <laughs> and I think a lot of the, it kind of comes together, the whole like comparison, but also the whole judgment between mums too is a big thing. And I talked on um, one of my posts recently about this and about why mothers judge mothers. And when we really think about it, like judgment is just an extension of how we're judging ourselves, right? That is judgment. Why are we judging ourselves? Because of the expectations that we're setting on ourselves and expecting every other mother to be meeting those expectations. And when we don't, we outwardly judge and really we're inwardly judging. Um, so yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that. So what- I love that. And you know what? That tip of the breathing exercise, my husband does it. I should do that too. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's such a like simple, such a simple yeah. thing, but- I personally found it really impactful and especially for, you know, a busy mum, which let's face it, we're all pretty busy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's just a time effective way to just have literally a couple of minutes, a few times a day to just sit with your breath and stillness and connect back to actually how you're feeling and what you need. Yeah. So absolutely love that. Amazing. So tell us, what is next for you and your journey? Like, do you have anything you're currently creating through Mama Stay Healthy Platform at the moment? Like, I would love to hear your vision and what you have planned. Yes. So I am currently working on expanding uh, my brand into um, a service for sure, a product, maybe. Um, it's still all in the works. But I'm I'm going slowly, taking it day by day, um, and it's basically all about you know supporting moms. I'm a huge advocate for for supporting mothers and self care and for them to succeed in whatever it is that they want to do. So I'm I'm working. I'm still working on that. Um, but yes, that's. Uh, 
Yeah, well, I will definitely be supporting you and keeping track of your journey and everything that you're putting out on Mama Stay Healthy. And I really um, just want to take this time, I guess, to thank you for all the support and resources that you are making available to mums and just having that courage to show up authentically, just showing up as you and sharing those things within motherhood with such honesty and openness, because like, I really do believe that that is such a valuable thing and really impactful thing because you are really opening up those gates for, for more mothers to feel comfortable and not alone in sharing their story and reaching out for the support that they need. It's a real beautiful thing. So thank you so much for being here with us today and taking the time to share your story. Um, I'm sure there will be plenty of mums out there that have taken something away from what you shared um for all our, our listeners if you would like to also follow michelle's journey or interested in knowing more about what she has to offer please make sure to head on over and show some love to her socials michelle how can our listeners find you so on instagram i'm mama stay underscore healthy and then they can also head on to my website which is www.mamastayhealthy.com and I also wanted to thank you so, 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 so much, Jake, for having me on this amazing podcast. I was so, so grateful to be on here. Amazing. My um, absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you. Mamas, if you enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more from the Motherhood Podcast, please make sure to spread the love, like, and subscribe so you can keep up to date with all our latest episodes and interviews. You can also head on over via the link in the episode bio to the Motherhood Instagram community, where you'll find your weekly dose of inspiration, tips and talks all on motherhood empowerment. So I hope to see you all there.